You are listening to a message from Victory Alabang. Get the latest updates by visiting victoryalabang.org or like us on facebook.com slash victoryalabang. May pong oras sa ito, tayo po ay magpapasimula ng atin pong pagtatalakay. Ito po ay ikat-third week na ng atin pong pagtatalakay. Okay? At ito po yung series ating selfless. Sabihin niyo selfless. Okay. Medyo maselan po yung atin pong topic ngayon. Kaya po, hinihiling ko po na yung pong, kung meron pong mga bata ay dalin hunin nyo sa Kids Church dahil tayo po ngayon ay nasa mode ng SPG, striktong patnubay at gabay ng magulang ang kailangan. Okay? Bakit po kaya? It's because our topic is really very, very important and very relevant in our time. We are going to talk about relationship and we are going to deal with sexual intimacy. So, hihanda po ninyo, bubuksan natin ang ating Biblia at mag-aaralan natin ng three-letter word. And what is that word? God. Pag-aaralan natin si God, ano ba na sa isipan ninyo? Siyempre, bubuksan natin ang Biblia, pag-aaralan natin si God. Di ba? At ano ang kanyang masasabi in the light of our topic for today? Okay. Now, na masyado kong na, uh, naging uh, malisyoso sa kaisipan ng tao. Kaya kita nyo, pagtanong ko, ang sabi nyo kaagad, ano? Oh, di ba? So, masyado kong sa ating society, sa ating kultura, sa ating panahon, yung salita pong sex ay naging negative na yung connotation. At hindi ko masisisi yan because nagkaroon ng tinatawag na pagpasok ng kasalanan sa buhay ng sangkatauhan. But if you notice, before the fall, in Genesis chapter 3, verse 25, Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. Sila po ay walang saplot pero hindi sila nahihiya sa isa't isa. There was really no malice. God created human being with sexual organs and there is really nothing wrong about it. The fact is, magtataka ka kapag kawala ka nun. Andiyan ba kayo? Mas lalong may problema tayo pag wala ka nun. But man was created by God completely in Sabiron. They were naked and they felt no shame. There's nothing to be ashamed. That was before the fall of man. Now, when after the fall, ito na po yung masakit sa Genesis chapter 3 verse 7. Sabi rin din, the eyes of both of them were opened and they realized they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made coverings for themselves. Pumasok na yung malisya, pumasok na yung hiya, kaya they needed to have coverings. Pantakip doon sa kanilang kahihiyan. Bakit? Dahil pumasok na ang kasalanan, nabuksan yung kanilang mata sa evil, at nakapasok ang kasalanan dahil na rin sa deception ng kaaway. Kaya nakakapagtaka po sa ating panahon, hindi malayo kapag kasinabing sex, negative kagad. And especially in a church setting like this, kapag ka, may mga conservative, so much conservative, na negative na yung kanilang pananaw sa sex, they refuse to listen even to the biblical perspective of it. Ayan po kayo. Lalo na yung mga may masasamang karanasan, yung naloko marahil ng kanyang boyfriend, o kaya yung mga napagsamantalahan, yung mga naging victim ng rape. For them, that word sex is not really good. But kung titingnan po natin yung original plan of God, magugulat pala tayo na ito po'y bahagi ng disenyo ng Panginoon sa sangkatauhan. 
Now, dito po after the fall, sabi rin, they made coverings for themselves. Why? Dahil nahihiya na sila sa isa't isa. Yung bagay na ginawa ng Diyos na normal, mainam at maganda for everything is good. Ngayon nahihiya na sila sa isa't isa. The question is, sa panahon natin, what dangerous and faithful coverings are you hiding behind? May mga bagay ho ba kayong dapat na itago? Minsan dahil kulang, may kulang sa puso ng isang tao, gumagamit ng coverings para takpan ang mga bagay na kanilang kinahihiyan. So sa oras na ito, pag-aaralan po natin sa liwanag salita ng Panginoon, yung biblical understanding about sex. Tumuyo po tayong lahat at basahin po natin sa Ephesians chapter 5, verses 3 to 10. Handa na po ba kayo? Parang hindi pa kayo handa. Okay. Ephesians chapter 3, verses 3 to 10. Sabay-sabay po tayo. 1, 2, 3. But sexual immorality in all impurity or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place, but instead, let there be thanksgiving. For you may be sure of this, that everyone who is sexually immoral, or impure, or who is covetous, that is an idolater, has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. For at one time you were darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light, for the fruit of light is found in all that is good and right and true. And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Let's bow down our head. Lord, guide us today and give us a true biblical understanding about sex in the light of your word. Thank you so much, God. We honor you. We thank you. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for being in this place. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Makaw po tayong lahat. We are basically going to talk about biblical understanding of sex. The first is the perversion of sex. And uh, we are going to go somehow to the cultural attitudes towards sex. At ano ba yung pananaw, lalo na sa panahon natin, about sex. The plan of God in sex. Ano ba talaga yung original plan ni God dyan? Bakit ba kasama yan sa bagay na inordain at nilikha ng Panginoon? Okay. The perversion of sex. That's point number one. Sa binasa natin kaninang, sabi ro ng verse 3, But sexual immorality in all impurity... Or covetousness must not even be named among you as is proper among saints. When we talk about being saint, lahat tayo ay santo sa harapan ng Panginoon. Hindi yung mga namatay ng mga mababait at makadiyos. Okay? Lahat tayo, we are all saints of the living God. So this command is for all of us. Sabi nyo, sa atin. Sa ating lahat ito. Nang sabi ron, yung but sexual immorality and all impurity at tapos dilapay or covetousness parang isipin mo anong kinalaman ng salitang covetousness doon sa sexual immorality must not even be named among you as is proper among saints hindi raw dapat na makitaan ang bawat isa sa atin ng sexual immorality and all kinds of impurity and covetousness this was actually Paul's exhortation to the Ephesians Tama naman, bilang mga mananampalataya, meron tayo ang 
past na nilalakaran different from the past of this world. Hindi dapat makitaan sa atin ngayong tayo nakakilala na sa Diyos. Because during that time, may argumento kay Pablo. Since naman si Lord ay nagpapatawad sa kasalanan, okay lang daw mag-indulge sa immorality, total nagpapatawad naman si Lord. Mayaman naman ang kanyang biyaya. Yun yung issue na binabangga ni Pablo kung bakit niya sinulat yung mga bagay na ito. Okay? Kahit ikaw, ngayon ikaw ay mana ng panatayana, tumanggap ka na ng forgiving grace ni Lord, mas lalong dapat lumakad ka sa tama. Tama ho ba? Mas lalong dapat kang lumakad sa tama because we now belong to the living God. Sabi pa ng verse 4, Let there be no filthiness, nor foolish talk, nor crude joking, which are out of place. Now, sabi natin kanina, napakaganda ng intensyon ng Panginoon bakit nilikha niya ang sexual intimacy. Bakit binigyan tayo ng sexual organ ng Diyos. Lahat ng bagay na nilikha ng Panginoon, tandaan ninyo, ay maganda. Everything is good. Everything that God initiated is good. Nung pumasok yung kasalanan, dun po nagpumasok yung problema. Nag-iba na ang pananaw ng tao patungkol dito at ito ay naging isang tool for satisfaction because people lost their satisfaction of God. Now, let's take a look at the cultural attitudes toward sex by Tim Keller sa kanya pong libro na The Gospel and Sex. Okay. There are three attitudes toward sex. Una, yung tinatawag na sexual realism. Alamin natin kung ano yan mamaya. Okay? Second is sexual Platonism, at yung number three is sexual romanticism. So ang culture natin ay nag-emerge na at puro negative yung pumasok sa kaisipan ng mga tao patungkol sa kanilang pananaw o sa kanilang attitude toward sex. Now, ano yung sexual realism? Ang sex daw is a natural appetite. Parang eating and drinking. Pag nauhaw ka, anong dapat mong gawin? Uminom. Pag ikaw ay nagutom, anong dapat mong gawin? Hindi matulog, kumain. Okay? So sabi na, ang sex daw is just a natural appetite. So kapag ka, ikaw katawarang pagkain, pag nagutom ka, ipagbigyan mo, kumain ka. Pag inaanto ka, ay matulog ka. Huwag lang ngayon. <laughs> Pagka ikaw ay nauhaw, ikaw ay uminom. So parang sinasabi rin dito na ang sex, kapag naramdaman mo meron kang sex drive, then it's just all right then do it. All kinds of sex are right. Yun yung kanilang pananaw. Kwa po ba yung ibig kong sabihin? All sex are right. Kahit married or not married, all sex are right. Basta naramdaman mo, gawin mo. Okay lang yan. Yun yung pananaw ng sexual realism. Kaya realism dahil yun ang realidad. Mayroong pangangailangan ng tao. So dapat laging pagbigyan. Para rin lang, para lang ang tinulad na lang ang sex parang sa pagkain at sa pag-inom ng tubig. Yung sexual platonism, they considered sex as animal passion. Ano ibig sabihin ng animal passion? Makahayop <laughs> na pagnanasa. <laughs> okay? Yun po yung talagang Tagalog nun. Okay? Wala na akong maibang iisip pang iba eh. Dahil ito'y parang makahayop na pagnanasa all kinds of sex are dirty. All kinds of sex are dirty. At may tanong, eh paano yung pananaw nila sa mag-asawa? Dirty rin ba? 
Ang kanilang pananaw doon, it is a necessary evil. Ang mag-asawa, kung nagsisex, it is a necessary evil because for them, sex is just for procreation purposes. But it is still evil, pero they say it is a necessary evil. So, ang tendency, once you have that attitude bilang mag-asawa, you are not really supposed to enjoy it. You don't have to... Uh, Siguro, wag mong tignan yung kapartner mo pag ginagawa mo. Parang ganun eh. Especially, kahit, kahit ako sa mag-asawa, dahil ang kanilang pananaw, all kinds of sex are dirty. Now, yung sexual romanticism, ito naman. Sex is a repressed creativity. All kinds of sex as a critical way of self-expression. The primary criterion for a person to involve in sex is the interpersonal love. Pagka mahal mo at gusto mo yung isang tao, kasal kayo o hindi, pwede. Pwedeng gawin. That's exactly what I mean. Ipahayag mo kung yung nararamdaman mo. Pahayag mo yan, lalo na doon sa isang taong mahal mo at gusto mo. Pero pagka hindi mo mahal, hindi mo gusto, yun ang pinaka-kriteria, then huwag ka makipag-sex. Pero kung gusto mo, mahal mo, kahit hindi kayo kasal, okay lang. Dahil ang primary criterion for that, for a person to be involved in sex, is their interpersonal love. You get my point? These are just some of the cultural attitude that we see today. And I believe this is really true in so many people. That's why it is necessary for us to understand what it is. Although to, to some it is a tool for, for, their, uh, for their satisfaction. Because there's something lacking in man's heart. And we always say that it's only Jesus Christ can fill that emptiness. But people are trying to get their emptiness from other people. Kaya no wonder why that word covetousness is attached to immorality. Ano yung covetousness? Trying to get what you do not own. Okay? So, gusto mong makuha kahit hindi pa sa tamang panahon. Kahit ikaw ay makasakit. Alam nyo ba na kahit ito sa mag-asawa ay eh, pwede rin makaranas ng hindi maganda patungkol sa sex? Nagulat nga ako nung nagkaroon ng batas about marital rape. Alam nyo ba yung marital rape? Yung asawa mo, pwede ka maparusahan pagka yung asawa mo, ni-rape mo. Bakit nagkaroon ng ganong klase ng batas? Kasi somehow nakikita sa lipunan na mayroong nag exist na ganun. Adyan po ba kayo? Dahil may nag-i-exist na ganun, kaya nagkaroon din ng exist, nagkaroon, nag-exist din yung batas na yun. Dahil mayroong mga asawa, dahil hindi silang magkasundo, so ang ginagawa ng lalaki, nire-rape yung kanyang asawa. Nawapoy wag mangyari sa bawat isa sa inyo, lalo na sa mga mag-asawa, ang bagay na ito. Now, sabi ni Lisa Bevere, as a co-founder of Messenger International, Pakinggan po ninyong mabuti ito. God created the sexual organs. Maraming iba sa inyo, <gasps> Oh, hindi si Satan ang may likha niyan. Ang Diyos. Okay? God created the sexual organs and He is not embarrassed by their functions. He made sex and high, hardwired its sensations. <gasps> Baka sa inyo nagugulat na, no? Our pleasure is His delight. He doesn't want to curtail or deprive our sexual desires. He wants 
to sanctify them. Say the word sanctify. Ibig sabihin po, God's sanctification is God's invitation to journey towards holiness. Na born again ka, nilinis ka ng blood ni Jesus, you have to walk continually in holiness, growing from glory to glory, and that's what you call sanctification. The things you used to do before, you don't do it no more. Okay? You do, you do it no more, and then you move forward towards righteousness and holiness. Now, born again na kayong mag-asawa, Christian na kayo. Sabi ng iba, I, and I heard this uh, one time, sabi niya, Pastor, itong asawa ko, pagsabihan mo nga, kasi born again na kami, Christian na kami, pero gusto pa niya ng sex. Abe! Medyo may maling pananaw doon ah. Eh, saan niya hahanapin yun? Diba? Baka pag ayaw mo, baka sa iba humanap yun. Kasi yung iba parang ganun ang mindset eh. Hindi po. It is part of God's design only for the husband and the wife to do it. Later on, you will know. Okay? Now, sabi ng Hebrews 13 verse 4, Let marriage be held in honor among all. And let the marriage bed be undefiled. For God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Malaki ang pagpapahalaga ng Diyos sa marriage. That is why sex must only be done in the context of marriage. Mga singles, matuto kayong mag-antay. Matuto kayo na sa tamang panahon, bago mangyari, ang ganito ay kinakailangan kayo ay kasal. Regardless of what we hear, regardless of what we see in our generation today, the truth remains that God values marriage that into this context that you can only be involved in sex. It must be within the bond of marriage. Ano yung marriage? Ibig sabihin, kayo ay ikinasal, plain and simple. Yung nagsasama lang, nang walang kasal, hindi humag-asawa before the eyes of God. Kakaintindihan ho ba tayo? Kasi some can distort our message here. O you see, marriage, married tayo dahil matagal na tayong nagsasama. Pero naman, hindi naman kasal. Now, remember this, that God values the legal processes of a nation as well. Sabi na Ephesians chapter 5, verse 4 to 5, But instead, let there be thanksgiving. Sabi niya, thanksgiving. Ang paghanap ng sexual satisfaction ay nanggagaling sa isang pusong hindi kontento. May kulang sa kanya. The lack of contentment, that dissatisfaction. That is why naisingit yung salitang thanksgiving. Let there be thanksgiving. Because yung thanksgiving ay nagbibigay ng espiritu ng pagiging kontento sa kanoing bagay na meron ka mula sa Diyos. It is when you are not contented and you are seeking the contentment from all other things aside from God or apart from God, that is when trouble would come in. That is why sinabi ron that mabuhay tayo na mayroong pagpapasalamat sa lahat ng pagkakataon kahit konti o wala or whatever situation matuto tayong makontento sa Diyos dahil ang Diyos ang ating kakontentuhan. Amen. Now, for you may be sure of this that everyone who is sexually immoral or impure and who is covetous has no inheritance in the kingdom of Christ and God. So that is really the real issue. The real issues of sexual immorality is discontentment and covetousness. Covetousness, yung hindi sa'yo, gusto mong kunin. Kaya nga pumapasok yung tinatawag na adultery. Pag nanasa, 
kaya pumapasok yung fornication, ninanasa mo yung isang babae na hindi pa panahon, gusto mo nang kunin. Okay? So our culture tells women, if you've got it, flaunt it. Ito yung mga nagpapakita. I'm talking about women here. Okay? Naging kultura, kapag ka meron kang ipapakita, ipakita mo. Narinig nyo na ho ba yun? Eh kung maganda ang iyong legs, i-display mo. Kung maganda ang iyong katawan, then ipakita mo sa lahat. Ano ang ibig sabihin nito? Deep inside, there is that longing among women since the curse came in into the world. There is that longing for them to be desired by men. Part of the sinful nature of women is for them to be desired, to be liked by men. There is nothing wrong about to be liked, to be desired by people, but what we do with that desire is what's causing the problem. Kaya ang tendency, alam ng babae kung ano yung pupwede niyang maibigay para nang sa ganun ma-manipulate niya yung lalaki. Let me tell you this, hindi lang ho sa mga single, kahit na ho sa mga married. Bakit? Dahil minsan, ginagawang blackmail ng babae yung sex para sa kanyang asawang lalaki. Bili mo muna ako ng ganito, bibigyan kita. Andiyan po ba kayo? Bili mo muna ako ng ganito, kung wala-wala ka, mamayang gabi, outside, di ko lang buka. Kasi yung curse na kapasok that women would like to take control of men. And they use sex as a tool for them to manipulate things. Ako yung ibig kong sabihin. Now, with regards to the single, ganun din. Dahil kapag kayo isang babae ay dinidesire ng mga kalalakihan, alam ng babae yun, he also, she also manipulates situation dahil alam niya kung ano ang ninanasa sa kanya ng lalaki. At mas lalo nga niya minsan ginagawa na magpa-desire. Ewan ko pong, medyo ingat ho ako kasi sa paggamit ko ng salita eh. Medyo napipigilan ho ako kasi for adults only. Okay. Our culture for men is try before you buy. Yung mga kalalakihan naman, alam nyo ba yung ibig sabihin nun? Bago ko pakasalan, kailangan subukan ko muna. Kaisipan ng mga kalalakihan. Instead na matutong magantay ng tamang panahon, instead na igalang yung mga kababaihan, kinukuha kagad yung isang bagay na hindi pa panahon para kunin. Medyo marami po ako, alam ko, nasasagasaan sa mga oras na ito. Huwag na lang kayong kumubo. Magpanggap na lang kayong hindi kayo yun. <laughs> Pag ganito ho ang message, talagang ako po ingat. Eh. Kung pwede nga lang magpapalit ako, kaya lang ako naka-assign. Wala akong magawa. Kasi alam ko marami ako masasaktan sa topic ho na ito eh. Kaya nowadays, rampant ang sexual immorality, ang fornication, ang adultery, friends with benefits. Alam nyo ba sa United States, uso pa yung tinatawag na sex mate? No relationship at all, but just sex mate. Kung gusto ko, tawagan kita, gawin natin, tapos pero wala tayong relationship. Sex with benefits. Sex mates. So makikita ho natin, Distorted na ang pananaw ng tao sa sex at lumayo na sa tunay 
na konsepto nito. Sa mga kalalakihan, they are presenting lust in the guise of love. I love you eh. I love you too. Talagang bang mahal mo ko, patunayan mo nga. Ano ibig sabihin ng patunayan mo na? Patunayan mo nga. Ibig sabihin, bumigay ka na. Sa mga kababaihan narito, one of the greatest gifts that you can give to your future husband is your virginity. That sounds maybe irrelevant to some. Maaring batuhin ako ng iba nung sinabi ko yun, but I still said it because that's the right thing. Women, if you are virgin, remain virgin until you get married. When my daughter was telling me when she was still in college, nung pinataas ng teacher, sino sa inyo rito ang mga virgin pa? Klase to klase. Iilan lang ho silang nagtaas. Nagulat siya. Kasi may anak ko lumaki sa Christian environment eh. Iilan na lang sila. And you know what happened after that? Pinagtawanan sila ng mga taong hindi tumayo. At lagi silang tinutok. So ayan, virgin pa yan, virgin pa yan. Parang pakiramdam niya, parang masama ang maging virgin. Sa ating society, ganun yung panahon. Ano sabi ng anak ko sa mga nanunokso sa kanya, kung ayaw ko nang maging virgin anytime, kaya kong gawin. Pero kailanman kayo hindi na mag- maibabalik sa pagiging virgin katulad ko. Because ang pananaw ng aking anak, dahil yun naman yung aming isinusubong katotohanan, ibibigay mo lamang yan doon sa lalaking pakakasalan mo pagka kayo ay kasala. Because sex is alright according to God's design if it is in the context of marriage. Amen. Can we give God praise? <laughs> Ephesians chapter 5, verse 6 to 7, Let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God comes upon the sons of disobedience. Therefore, do not become partners with them. Medyo mabigat po yung sinasabi ni Paul. Nung sabihin niyang, let no one deceive you with empty words, for because of these things, the wrath of God, ang quote ng Diyos, comes upon the sons of disobedience. Do not become partners with them. Pastor, papano, paano kung meron ng bagay na nangyari bago pa ikasal, anong dapat na gawin? Mga kapatid, God is a loving God. He does not condemn. Although there are consequences to our sins, and we must be ready for those consequences. But you see, ask for the grace of God. First, repent. Confess to God your sins. The Lord will forgive you. And God will give you the grace to journey to whatever consequences that you have done. I'm not saying there's a total removal of the consequences. But if you are to seek God's grace and mercy, He is going to give you the grace to journey towards the consequences of that. Adyan po ba kayo? Now, for us to really walk according to the will of God with regards to sex, let us look at the plan of God in sex. Don't say Ephesians 5 verse 8, Sabi, For at one time you were darkness, but now you were light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. Sabi niya, walk as children of light. For the fruit of light is found in all that is good, right, and true. Ano yung good, right, and true? Of course, if you are to look at sex, in our present world, negative na yung connotation, you go back to the original plan of God. What is God's original plan for marriage? 
Okay? At kasama dyan, yung sex. Okay? God's original plan actually for sex. First is partnership. It's a physical oneness as part of the covenant. Let me read Genesis 2 verse 23. The man said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman for she was taken out of men. They become one flesh. Sabi niyo, one flesh. Adam and his wife were both naked and they felt no shame. So before the eyes of God, the married couple is what? One flesh. So hindi dapat sila nahihiya sa kanilang mga katawan. They are really meant to be one. To move towards oneness. Therefore, sex becomes a physical oneness as part of the covenant. Ito ay bahagi ng kanilang covenant dahil sila ay iisang laman na lamang. You get my point? So, they are to move towards that oneness, towards sexual intimacy, because somehow, that is a reenactment of the covenant they have towards one another. Kung meron po tayong covenant sa Diyos as Christ and the church, kung meron tayong covenant, and from time to time, we revisit that covenant and we renew that covenant, therefore, sex is a way of reenacting and revisiting that covenant between the husband and wife. Dahil kapag kawala yun, mapapanis ang isang relationship. Ajan po ba kayo? Husband and wife, you have your covenant with God. And when you make your sexual intimacy, you are renewing and revitalizing your oneness. And that protects you from the temptation of the enemy. That protects you for looking for satisfaction outside marriage. Why? Because you are doing what you are supposed to do as husband and wife. You renew and you revisit and you revitalize your marriage through sex because that is part of the covenant. Sabi niyo covenant. Next is procreation. It's multiplication. Ang isang babae, isang lalaki, kaya sila nagsisex, it is God's instrument to create another soul. Sino lumilikha ng tao? Hindi nyo na alam? Si Lord ang lumilikha ng tao, hindi yung husband and wife. Sila'y instrumento lamang. Nakita na ba kayong babaeng nagbuntis pero hindi, hindi, wala, walang asawa? Ay, marami, pastor. <laughs> nakita na ba kayong mali-mali tanong ko? <laughs> Basta nakakita na ba isang babaeng nagbuntis pero wala silang ginagawang mag-asawa? Ay, baka meron din, baka sa iba. <laughs> Mali na naman yung tanong ko. Okay. Ganito na lang, hindi na lang tanong, statement na lang. Wala ang babae ang nagbuntis na walang sumiping sa kanya. Tama ho ba? Kung meron, hindi po buntis yon, Sis yun. Are you there? For God to create another soul, another human being, there must be sexual union between the husband and the wife. And I think that's basic and that is elementary. Ang tanong doon, paano kayo lumabas sa mundong ito sa palagay ninyo? Ah, wala, pastor. Ah, basta na lang lumuting. Ganun na lang. <laughs> Hindi. May maginawa yung mga magulang ninyo. And that is God's instrument to bring another soul into this world. Sabi ng Genesis 1.28, 28, God blessed them and said to them, Be fruitful and increase in number Fill the earth and subdue it. 
Be fruitful and increase in number. Palagay nyo pa paano dadami si Eva at si Adan. Hindi naman usong pagtatanim ng tao nun. Halaman lang tinatanim para lumagot mamunga. Okay. Are you there? So, be fruitful and increase in number. Pwede pa namang mag-increase sila ng number nang wala silang ginagawa. That is part of God's original uh, original design. That's why God blessed them. So, wag niyong iisipin, mga mag-asawang naririto, once you are involving insects as husband and wife, wag kayong mahiya because that is part of who you are as husband and wife. You are just revitalizing, revisiting your covenant. And it is God's way for you to have children. You have to strengthen your relationship. Yung physical bonding, that's your physical fellowship. The physical fellowship between the husband and the wife. And it nourishes their intimacy. It showers their love even more. Kaya mas lalo pang nagiging strong yung kanilang bonding sa isa't isa. E because yung pagsisex ng mag-asawa is soul to soul, heart to heart, spirit to spirit to strengthen their bonds as one before the sight of God. Amen. What God has joined together, let no man separate. They are not to move towards separation. They are, they, they are supposed to move towards oneness and together with God. Kaya nga nung magkasala si Eva at si Adan, ano nangyari? They walk as separate sinners and they hid from God rather than exposing themselves to God. Number three is the pleasure. Strengthen the band of marriage. Ito yung binanggit ko kanina. Tingnan ninyo baka sabihin ninyo wala si Bible. 1 Corinthians 7 verse 45. The wife does not have authority over her own body, but yields it to her husband. In the same way, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but yields it to his wife. Do not deprive each other except perhaps by mutual consent. Say, mutual consent. Sabi ron, do not deprive each other. Except perhaps by mutual consent sa pagkakasundo ninyo for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Then come together again so that Satan will not tempt you because of your lack of self-control. So, syempre, kaya misa may nagtanong, Pastor, nagpe-prayer and fasting ako, pwede bang mag-sex? Eh, kaya nga sabi ron, ipagkasunduan ninyo eh. Sabi ron, except perhaps by mutual consent for a time so that you may devote yourselves to prayer. Dahil nakakonsentrate ka sa spiritual, iwan mo muna yung physical. Kaya nga may fasting is you are not eating food eh. Dahil nakakofocus ka sa yung relationship kay God. Nandiyan po ba kayo? But that is with mutual consent. Okay? Now, it is also God's way of bringing them together so that the relationship will be protected and be secured. Why? Dahil kasi kapag ka ang lalaki o ang babae deprive sa kanilang sexual intimacy, baka hanapin yan sa labas. At magtataka ka, bakit yung mister ko naghahanap pa ng iba? Ang tanong may nakikita ba sa'yo? Baka hindi nakakakitaan na nagkakaroon kayo ng physical bonding together to strengthen your marriage. Naintindihan po ba ninyo yung ibig kong sabihin? Nawapoy nagkakaintindihan tayo. Now, let me read what Tim Keller said. Tim Keller is the author of The Gospel and Sex. Sabi niya, pakinggan niyo, maganda ho sinulat niya. And I chose this one. In the same way, marriage is a covenant. One that creates a place of security 
and vulnerability. But though covenant is necessary for sex, sex is also necessary for covenant. The covenant will grow stale. Anong stale? Napapanis. The covenant will grow stale unless we continually revisit and reenact it. Sex is a covenant renewal ceremony for marriage. The physical reenactment of the inseparable oneness in all other areas. Economic, legal, personal, psychological, created by the marriage covenant. Sex renews and revitalizes the marriage covenant. It is within the context of marriage that it must be done because they are no longer two, but one. And doing it has a blessing from God. Do you get my point? Husband and wife, don't deprive yourself of each other. That's a necessity for the husband and the wife. The fact is, you must enjoy it. <laughs> Pastor, totoo? Dapat pa i-enjoy ng mag-asawa? Mas magkakaroon kayo ng problema if you don't enjoy it as husband and wife. Do not be hypocrite. That's part of God's design in marriage. Hindi tayo lumabas lahat dito kung ang mga magulang natin ay hindi ginawa yung kanilang sexual intimacy. San natin na? Yung mga anak natin, minsan natututunan ng sex outside the house. Saan natututunan? Sa barkada at ang masakit pag natutunan yan sa internet. Masusubuan sila ng mga maling kaalaman. It's better kung yung mga nanay ang mag educate sa inyong mga anak na babae at yung mga lalaki ang mag educate sa kanilang mga anak na lalaki. Hindi sa makamundong bagay at paraan, kundi sa Bibliyang kaparaanan kung paano ito tinitignan ng Diyos. Amen. Amen. Praise God. Can we give God praise? Ephesians chapter 5, verse 10 says, And try to discern what is pleasing to the Lord. Our life is not meant just to have sex. It's part of marriage relationship, but that is not where our satisfaction lies. Our satisfaction lies when, by doing the will of God. Christ said in John 4.34, My food is to do the will of Him who sent me. While it is true na nakapasok ang kasalanan sa tao, pumasok ang maling kaisipan patungkol sa sex, pumasok ang maling practice patungkol sa, te- sa sex, but we are now believers of the Lord Jesus Christ. It's time for us to arrest those wrong mindset. Let us pull down all knowledge that exalts itself against the knowledge of God. And let us uphold the will of God in our lives. May mga physical weaknesses man tayo, Pero mayroong iniuto sa atin ng Panginoon sa Romans chapter 12, verses 1 and 2. I appeal to you, therefore, brothers, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God, which is your spiritual worship. Remember that we are the temple of the Holy Ghost. What we do with this body is our spiritual act of worship before God. That's why doing sex outside marriage is no longer worship. It's an evil act. But doing it inside marriage is still part of our spiritual worship before God because you are fulfilling your marital obligation towards one another. Ang mahirap nung kumag-asawa kayo and you are not doing it because of a wrong mindset, 
then you are even more sinning before the sight of God. Because God has a design for sex inside marriage. It is part of it. Kahit na believer ka na, the more that you should enjoy it. Because God designed for it. And then verse 2 says, Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind, that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. For us, to discern the will of God is to remove what is not the will of God. Sex was perverted because of sin that entered into this world. Let us pull that down. Lahat ng maling konsepto. But let us start absorbing the new ones that you may test and approve what God's will is, His good, pleasing, and perfect will. Amen. Let us bow down our head and let us close our eyes. Heavenly Father, thank you God for calling us into holiness. And part of that holiness is to preserve our bodies for your glory. I pray, O God, right now for single people here. Let them realize the value of what you have given them. To all single men and to all single ladies, your body is not yours. It belongs to God. We don't have any authority over your body because you have already given your life to Jesus. Your body is owned by Christ now. Offer it to Him as a living sacrifice. Don't indulge in sexual immorality. There is a proper time for everything. Everything has a consequences. But I don't want us not to commit immorality because of the consequences. Don't commit immorality because you fear God and you love Him and you love to worship Him. Sa mga mag-asawang naririto, this is a moment for you to realize that you are one before God. Don't deprive yourself of each other. Learn to communicate. Learn to enjoy what God has given to you as one. As, as, as one flesh. And let there be security and strength inside marriage covenant. Lord, we thank you so much, God, for educating us, for giving us a new perspective concerning sex. And I ask you, Father God, that beginning today, give us a new mindset towards it. Thank you, Jesus. Bless every couple right now. In the name of Jesus. Sa mga single na narito, kung dumating sa buhay ninyo na kayo ay nagkamali, God is a forgiving God. Just learn how to repent. Bumagsakaman, come to God. He'll give you the grace to journey. Lord, I ask you, Father God, to take full control of their lives right now. Some may be worrying. Some may be thinking about the consequences. But I ask you, Father God, to bestow your grace upon, upon single people right now. In the name of Jesus. Let them experience genuine repentance, Lord. 
so that it won't happen again, that there will be no repetition of another immoral act, of another sin, in the name of Jesus. Those who have committed adultery in the past, let me tell you this, with all seriousness, stop now. Or else something worse may still happen to you. Stop indulging into adulterous relationship. It's not pleasing to God. Maring iniisip niyo, Pastor, di ko kayang tumaka sa relationship na ito dahil mahal ko na rin siya. Let the grace of God be upon you. God is just waiting for you to surrender. Hindi tinatanong ng Panginoon kung kaya mo. Tinatanong ng Panginoon, gusto mo bang isuko sa Kanya? At kung nais mong isuko sa Panginoon, isuko mo sa Panginoon without any condition, without any reservation. If you are in adulterous relationship, I don't intend to embarrass you, but I would like you to just personally repent before God. Can you just repeat after me in this prayer, everyone? Sabi niyo Panginoong Yesus, ang katawang kong ito ay para sa iyo. Inaalay ko sa iyo ng buong buo ang aking katawan mula sa aking ulo hanggang sa aking paanan. Ang buong buhay ko ay inaalay ko sa iyo. Gamitin mo ako bilang instrumento ng kabanalan at ng iyong katwiran. Ikaw ang aking Panginoon, magpakailanman at ang aking tagapagligtas. Hawakan mo ang buong buhay ko. Salamat po, Panginoon. Praise God. Sa oras na ito, and I would like us to really worship God in a real way. Whatever you have experienced in the past, from ashes, God can give you the beauty through the blood of Jesus. He can cleanse us from all of our sins. And God is going to pull us to Himself so that we can experience and be satisfied with the love of God.